up, everybody? How's everybody today? I hope everybody's having a good day. I asked that like y'all were going to respond uh, right in the moment of how you were. I mean, I hope everybody's having a good day, good work day, uh, good whatever day you, you have going on today. Um, I just wanted to uh, tell a story uh, out of the Bible and just kind of relate it to us. It's a, it's a story I love. Um, I actually just, in a, I don't want to say character. I love Abraham is, is, is a man in the Bible that, that I uh, enjoy reading about and enjoy studying. And um, it's a very common story. We A lot of us know it is, is uh, a story of him and Isaac, right? So just the back story in case you don't know, um, Abraham and Sarah uh, could not have kids. Abraham ended up having a kid with um, his handmaiden. But finally, uh, late in life, really late in life, Sarah was, uh, God blessed Sarah to be able to uh, to conceive a child. And they finally had a child together, and his name was Isaac, and they loved Isaac, and they taught Isaac the things of God, because Abraham um, uh, was, a, was a child of God, was, was uh, very much in tune with God. Um, when he was when he was alive, so they loved Isaac. They adored Isaac. He actually sent his other son away because he wasn't, uh, you know, he he wasn't the one that was that was had with Sarah, which was his wife. And so um, they just loved Isaac, adored him. And as he got older, um, God. Uh, came to Isaac, or came to Abraham and said, hey, I need you to go up on uh, Mount Moriah and I need you to sacrifice Isaac, which is your only son, the one that you love. I don't know how that would be, how I would take that. Uh, you know, I mean, I have a son, I have a daughter, and, you know, I know that would be tough. Uh, Abraham appeared to, to the scriptures you can read all this in, in Genesis. Uh, he appeared to the scripture to follow what God said. And he uh, began a trip up, a trip to go up to the mountain. And he said, just, just go walk, climb the mountain, and I'll show you the place where I want you to build the altar and sacrifice, your, sacrifice Isaac. So anyway, I'm trying to, trying to just filter through this to get to my point. So... Um, he had some men. He took he took uh, the men. They went on a journey. Started to go up the mountain. He told uh, he told the men um, to stay at the bottom of the mountain. He said, "Listen, I've got. I'm just paraphrasing, you guys. I've got uh, things we got to go do. Me and Isaac are going to do some things. I need y'all to stay here. Just wait for us to come down. Wait for me to come down. Uh, I don't I don't need you to come up the mountain with me. Basically." Um. I think that's, you know, it kind of goes through the Bible pretty quick on that. But I think there's a point in that where when, uh, you know, if I was, if I was on a journey to sacrifice something so important um, that I loved, that was a good thing, that was blessed by God, 
I would want to stay in tune with God. And sometimes we get distracted by other things and other people. You know, I'd, I'd be wanting to, at first he told me, you know, I don't know exactly where I'm going yet. So I've got to, I've got to be in tune to figure out where I'm going exactly. But also, I kind of want to be in tune in case he says, no, nah, I'm just kidding, dude. <laughs> and, and again, I made a lot of that, but, uh, I'm really not meaning to make light just, just to, uh, take the seriousness a little bit down, but you know, it's like, man, no, I just wanted to see when you, if you would go this far and now you can stop. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't want to sacrifice my son. So I think that's partly why the people had to stay. He had to let the people stay at the bottom because it, you know, didn't want any distractions. I want to be so in tune with God that I can hear him tell me which step to take. So they went up the mountain and, and Isaac wasn't a young kid. He was, uh, a teenager at the least, and he could have been, I, I don't know exactly the age. He could have been in his early 20s. Um, but I, he wasn't a young kid. And um, at some point, he he looks around and he says, you know, we got dead. We got the stuff for the altar. We got the um, uh, tie downs. We got the, we got the stuff to make a fire. We've got everything we need. We've got the knife to kill, you know, the the sacrifice, but but we don't have the sacrifice. We don't we don't have a lamb. We don't have a goat. Nothing. And Abraham just just told him, told him, told Isaac that God will provide. He will provide. And they continued on. They finally got to the place on Mount Moriah that uh, that God wanted him to be. And. Uh, that was a that was a a major point, a major time for Abraham. I can imagine telling Isaac, you know, we're building the altar. Isaac helped Isaac helps him build the altar. I'm sure, and then he basically goes to tell him that, listen, son, we didn't bring a lamb because because God provided you as the sacrifice. I don't know how Isaac reacted to that. Um, he doesn't. It doesn't really doesn't really say. But there may be a lesson in the fact that that he was fixing to that Abraham was fixing to be able to sacrifice Isaac. So there may be a, a lesson in, in obedience from from Isaac that um, <laughs> that is unbelievable. But that's not what my point is. So I'm not going to go into that. But obviously, okay, so he was in the sacrifice Isaac at the moment. Uh, an angel of the Lord came and, and stopped Abraham, right, uh, from killing his son. And says, you know, you've shown yourself faithful. You've uh, carried out, uh, you've tried to carry out the plan that I uh, told you to do. I see that you're faithful. You do not have to sacrifice your son, right? I need a sacrifice. I'm up here. I built the altar. You want me to make a sacrifice? Well, they uh, look over and they see a, a ram stuck in the thicket. Right? That's the story. That's the that's the, what the Bible says. Uh, I see a ram caught in the bushes or the thicket. Right? And so um, they go and sacrifice the lamb, and then they fulfill the sacrifice. 
that uh, God um, God wanted them to to make a sacrifice. So God provided Jehovah Jireh, right? God will provide. So this is what I want to tell you. I can only imagine how many times Abraham. I'm just imagining myself. Like I said, it's not it's not in Scripture. I'm just just trying to think as a man that may be going to sacrifice his son. I don't know how fast I would be walking to get to the place where I'd have to sacrifice my son. I can imagine stopping. I can imagine, you know, asking God, God, is, are you sure? Are we still going through this? Are we still going through with this? Why are we still going through with this? Um, you know, this is going to hurt. This is this is my only son. Uh, maybe in some, you know, sometimes we bargain. Unfortunately, that sometimes we do. I can just imagine there was some of that with Abraham. As great of a man as he was, I can only imagine as a father just taking my time to to want to get to this point. And so, I, again, I don't think he went up the mountain very fast. Well, what was happening when he was going up the mountain? God, God had all of this worked out, right? He was sending that ram. If you look, like if you do a little research, um, and you and you, it talks about you do some like theologian research, and people talk about how the height that they ended up being at, where the where the sacrifice happened, was higher than these rams that that ended up being there was really higher than they they really went. It wasn't normal for them to be up that high. So what was happening is, while Abraham was going up one side of the mountain, God was sending the provision up the other side of the mountain. And God's provision is perfect. So that ram was booking it. I can only imagine. That ram was booking it up the mountain. On the, from the other side, while Abraham was slowly walking, in my opinion, because that's what I would be doing Stopping to pray, stopping to wonder what are we really doing this? You know, stop. We're 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 imperfect. We are not perfect. We are going to stop sometimes. We're going to question. We're going to bargain sometimes. And I'm not saying that's what you need to do, but I that's our flesh sometimes gets in the way. God's provision does not have that opportunity because when it's His provision, it's perfect. So that lamb was up on, going up the mountain, and it wasn't stopping. And it, when it got to the top, it beat Abraham to the top. Okay? God's provision is perfect. It got there before Abraham. It was there. Right? So Abraham finally gets up there. And he does what God, you know, hope, you know, wants him to do. He, he fulfills the, the, uh, the quest that God had for him. He was faithful. And God says, listen, because my provision is perfect, it may get to the point where, where I want you to get to before you get there. But guess what? I'll hold it there because I know you've got to fight your flesh. And I'll hold it there until you get over that flesh of yours and you make it to the top of the mountain. 
So just understand that God has a plan for your life. I want to encourage you. It's a struggle. We all struggle going up that mountain to sometimes to fulfill what God has. God's plan is for our life. In the moment, it may seem hard and it may seem tough and it may seem like, you, it's like, why am I going through this? But I'm telling you that on the other side of that, other side of that mountain, on the other side of that struggle, God is already sending something up to the top where you where you're going to. If you will just get up there, if you'll keep your faith in God, if you will continue to look to Him, the provision is already there, and it's and it's being it's entangled. It's there. It's not going anywhere. You just have to get there. You just have to get there. It's already been laid out. You just have to. It's just like the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's already been done. It's already over. You just have to get there. And so I'm just encouraging you to have faith in the God that the provisions are perfect. That they are not going to get up there and then say, oh, he's not here. Now I'm going to go away. And then you miss it. With God, you never miss it. It's already been done. It's already there waiting on you. It's up to you to get to the point where God can then pour out the blessing on you. Okay? You need to quit asking God. We, and I'm saying we, when I say you, I mean me, myself, too. We need to quit asking God to come get us where we're at. And we need to go get where God is blessing. If we see God blessing somewhere, we need to move move to that. We need to get to that point. Instead of asking God to always come to me. Always come to me. Come find me. Come find me. You go find God. You go find God. You do what he has planned for your life. You listen to his word. You read his word and you listen to his word. And you'll keep moving forward. And even though it's a struggle, and even though sometimes it hurts, he's already sending the provision up the other side. And it'll get caught up there when it makes it there before you do. Because you're going to drop down a few steps, and then you're going to have to get, crawl back up. But I just encourage you to keep climbing. The provision's up there. God is perfect. His provision is perfect. And it's there for you. It's there for me. It's there for all of us. All right, guys. I hope I didn't take too long for you. Love y'all. Have a good day.